Hey girlfriend, you know who you are. You have big, big dreams. You want to write a book, stand on a TED Talk stage, be a life coach offering wisdom from your RV in Montana, a cafe in Barcelona, or a beach chair in Tulum. Your other girlfriends and your family, they don't always get your biz savvy. Why do you want to leave your J-O-B? Because you're a CATS, aka coach, author, thought leader, and speaker. Meet other change makers like yourself and find out how they make it happen. This is the Big Meow Podcast. Hey, cats, we're here with LB Thomas. Hi, LB. Hey, girl, how are you? I'm so good. I love what you have to say. Fear sucks. <laughs> Fear sucks. And I think we all face it at one point or another. Oh my gosh, you know, and, and I think that in a lot of ways, there's more fear out there than ever before. I mean, how do we outwit fear, as you say? Well, and I love your intro. It cracks me up every time I watch it because, <laughs> you know, if you're going to get rid of your job, you're going to go to Tulum, you're going to go to Portugal, wherever you're going to go, you know, you're going, oh my God, what am I thinking? Right, and, exactly. <laughs> right. And I think the biggest thing about outwitting fear is knowing that it's there. I think it's so easy to hide from it, to sweep it under a rug, act like it's not there, but guess what? It's going to keep showing up. So the first thing is to say, okay, what is this? Why is this in my face? And why is it holding me back? And the only one you can control is yourself. And that's the first step of stop blaming others, stop figuring out, you know, what are they doing? It's taking control and mastering that fear. It really is that simple. You know, it's so funny because um, I think about my relationship with fear throughout my life, right? Like it kind yeah. of rears its head. And, yeah. and it's funny, I think as you get older, you almost recognize it as saying, oh, I need to pay attention or I need to do that right away because I feel fear around it, which is this sign that that's a breakthrough that's right there waiting for me. But the fear comes up and is like, hmm, maybe we'll kind of reel you back in. But you know, now <laughs> I've learned to kind of do the opposite, <laughs> what the yeah. fear is saying. And that's, and that is, I think does come with age. I, I really do. And the more we recognize it, the more we can grab it before it gets, grabs us for sure. No, absolutely. How do you think that fear sabotages our success? Well, there's five core fears. There's fear of being alone, fear of not being good enough, fear of not being worthy, fear of not being loved and fear of not trusting. And what happens is that whatever fear it is that you have, Kristen, whether it's fear of success, fear of being rejected, it, it doesn't matter what fear it is, it'll fall into one of those silos. So we like to be right. So if my fear is not being good enough, well, I'm gonna sabotage whatever's going on out there because I wanna be right. I wanna prove that I'm not right. And so it sabotages us, it holds us back. But once you peel back and you get down to that core fear, you go, oh my God, can I, I'd love to give you a perfect example. I had a, a seven figure ad agency for years and I would even for the ad agency would doubt our proposal amount. And I know there's cats out there that do that, that go, you know what, I, this is worth $10,000. Well, maybe it's only eight because of, and they start justifying, <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> right. And I would do that. And then once I peeled back that fear of success or whatever it was, I started going down deep and started digging and realized my fear was not being good enough. I was like, are you out of your mind? You're making these clients millions of dollars. Of course you're good enough. But I had to get to the core to figure out why I was sabotaging myself and my business. And once I did that, I started adding money because I knew what we were going to make them in the long run. 
you know, LB, that's so true. And just full authentic disclosure, like my fears came up big time around launching cats, right? I'm like, <laughs> who am I to launch this women's networking group? And, you know, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Don't talk to me about right. it again. You know, it went back and forth, back and forth. And even right as I'm rolling it out, it's like, I put in all this work and what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't <laughs> so, work? Well, and then the, the fear of that imposter syndrome. Oh my right. gosh, who am I? Who am I to do this? Well, why not you? You've got I, a story And I see that tell. myself. I mean, that's what's so hysterical about yeah. it is like we have our own dialogues for ourselves and that we share with others, but sometimes just totally different. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. It's like, you can, you can give all the best advice. The coaches that are on here, the, the teachers, the speakers can give the best yeah. advice, but when you put the mirror on yourself, it's like, Oh, you know? yeah. what's that yeah. all about? I'm glad you showed up today. <laughs> so exactly. is there like a, do you have a little mantra that pulls you forward? Keeps you brave? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would say I have a mantra, but I would say I put my antenna up after my divorce. I lost my business, my um, my home and my mom died all in a four month period. And I the amount of negative self-talk that I started catching myself, telling myself that I was an idiot. I was stupid. How uh, why didn't you see that coming? Whatever I, I would tell myself, I realized how that was the biggest sabotager. It was keeping me down and beating myself up. And I literally, Krista, all I can say is I put an antenna up. So every time that inner critic started talking to me, I flipped it to inner cheerleader. And I don't remember the last time I said something negative to myself. I honest to God can say that because I think that that keeps us down, that keeps us buried, that keeps that self-confidence back here when we are beating ourselves up. So I literally, maybe that's what I do. Maybe that's my mantra. I don't have an inner critic. I have <laughs> an cheerleader. inner cheerleader. <laughs> Yeah. Well, especially as a Texas girl, right? <laughs> you got, and and oh. I have the legs in the short shorts. So. <laughs> I love it. So what's the one thing that you did in your business, especially for like other cats that really changed everything? I, I, I love that question. And I really thought about that. I think the one thing that changed my business is when I told the truth. And what I mean by that is I stopped pretending that I was something that I was bigger than that or whatever. And even though my life was blowing up, like I said, I lost everything. I was homeless for about six to eight months. I lost everything in this divorce. And once I started telling the truth and being authentic, uh, I was on stage and I was doing a presentation and I don't even know why, but I was supposed to be bigger than life. And I stopped and I said, it was 200 women. And I said, I got to tell you something. And I told him my story, Kristen, there was a line across the stage of women saying, oh my God, thank you for telling me because I'm so tired of faking it. I'm so tired of pretending my life's okay and I'm dying inside. And once I realized how we're all so vulnerable and we just want someone to tell us the truth and how did you get through that and what happened and how can I help you? What can you that changed everything when I stopped pretending that everything was okay because it wasn't. That changed everything. You know, it's so crazy because I also had a full life meltdown. Like, Did I mean, really? I literally had a divorce. It's been a while now. Lost my house, <laughs> lost my work. They We're repossessed the car. Like, it was like the total shit show. And I was also in <laughs> several million dollar house. 
And I was like, okay, I had to have my mom like lease me a minivan and I had to rent like the littlest apartment in the best school district because I had three small kids at at the time. Wow. And I was like, gosh, what am I? All I had was a self-published book. (laughs) I was like, what am I going to do with all of this? You know, and and you do get through it. It's it's intense. um, And there's a lot of life evaluations, but you do have to be nice to yourself. And I think that that was like what you said for yourself and for myself. I just was really nice to myself at that time. I'm like, well, this is the best that I can do with what I have at this time. And I'm just going to keep moving forward. And, you know, one door opened and then another door opened. And, you know, before long, I, I really feel like I'm way better now than I ever was before that divorce, like I'm like, hallelujah, sister, it's so much better. Oh, I tell boy, people all the time. The time. Yeah. I tell people all the time, it was the most horrible time in my life. And it was the most wonderful time right. because I was able to break through so many different things. I just think that's amazing. We have so much in common. I had no idea. <laughs> right. Well, and wow. I think you're able to claim more of who you really are, the full aspect of you. Like I, what I noticed about myself back then is I had a pretty extensive editing process and I was like, oh, well, there's not room for her there. And she's, Mm. there's not room for that, you know, before, um, when I was married in kind of a more restrictive situation. And and I just was like, no, I'm allowing all of it. And I'm going to show up more completely. And I've been a lot happier. And I think that that just is also in alignment with just being authentic about where you're at and giving yourself enough space to show up as a whole person, instead of just the parts that you think are valuable. Right. And that you think people are going to like. Right. And one thing I think I, what I, one of the things I would like to say too, for cats is that if you go through a bad situation, give yourself a chance to mourn. A lot of people yeah. were saying with the best intentions, well, pull your big girl panties up or <laughs> pull your boots on, but you know, whatever. And I think I, because I allowed myself to cry, to drink a lot of wine, cheap wine, because I had no money. It was the bottom shelf <laughs> right. wine. But, but wine, but nonetheless. It, it wasn't up here. It was the crappy wine. Um, right. But I allowed myself to mourn and be sad. And then I drew a line in the sand of like, okay, now it's time to get on with it. Because if we don't mourn, it's going to come out. It's going to come out in either anger or sadness or abuse or depression. Something. So I think it's really important to, to go through that phase and then say, okay, Time to move on. I'm no, I, I so completely agree with that because we do have losses that come up for us or changes, you know, I, especially when you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> you know, things are moving along and they're working a certain way. And then, I mean, we saw it with COVID, right? You know, your whole business blew up in a week and, uh, you know, there was this whole period around that as well. And I think that we do have to allow ourselves to feel whatever it is we're feeling and honor those feelings. And at the same time, know that we have within us the power to just keep moving forward into whatever that new direction is, even if there's this period of unknowing in the middle. And I think that's back to your point where all the fear comes in is just not knowing. Yeah. And it's the what ifs. I mean, right. how many times have we all stayed up all night doing the what ifs thing? And then in the morning, the what if doesn't even happen. No. But we just let our brain go, 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 go. And fear just takes a hold of us instead of saying, okay, stop. I can't do anything about that right at this moment. We can tackle that in the morning. You know, what is the fear behind that that is keeping me, because keeping me in this stuck spot? But it's finding out that fear, getting down, digging to that core fear 
that changes everything. It really does. Because then you master it. It doesn't master you anymore. So what if, what if one of the cats is watching this and they're like, you know what? She's right. LB is right. I have fear and it's just totally holding me back. Can you, what are like one, two, three things you can do to just shift it, at least maybe not overcome it, but okay. begin to get moving forward? Well, and that's why I say outwit it because I don't think you can overcome it. First of all, you got to outwit it. You got to go, okay, yeah. I see what's happening. And then you can get to the point of overcoming. Right. So outwitting fear, right? Very first thing is ask yourself, well, what if that happens? Let's say I'm so afraid of asking for a raise because they may just uh, say, no, you, you're not worth it or whatever. Or fire you. Or we had someone on who asked for a raise and got fired the same day. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. don't ask her. Yeah. But so here, that's the thing. I'm joking. What's the, worst, <laughs> what's the worst thing that could happen? Okay, what if that happened? That's the first question you ask. And then you answer that. Where would that leave you? Mm -hmm. What would that do to my heart? Then what would happen? And it's a sequence of questions like that. Where would that leave you? What would that do to my heart? right? What would happen next? And it started asking those questions because what you get down to is really kind of almost silly mm -hmm. um, of like, oh, that I'm, I'm acting like this because of this fear. For, for a quick example, because I know we're almost out of time, right? A woman that cuts my hair um, was telling me she hated this one client. And I said, why don't you fire her? And then we went through these questions during this and it got down to the point where she didn't fire her clients because she was afraid of her family wouldn't love her anymore because she wasn't bringing in money. And when we got there, she went, oh, are you kidding me? Right. And she goes, of course my family loves me. And, and, and that completely changed her mindset of I'm worth, you know, having the clients I want. So it's quick questions and we can, I can send those and we can put them in the, uh, the notes. If yeah, let's do that. I think that's okay. a great idea because you've raised such a good point that a lot of times our fears are a little bit irrational, right? right. Like, they, you know, if you get all the way down to the core, it's like, wait a minute, what am I, what? Yeah. And sometimes they're not even yours. They're your oh. mother's or a teacher said something to you one day, like, oh God, that your haircut, why would you do that? And it's cute as can be. And they were just having a bad day. And you're like, oh, I can never do this again. Because yeah. somebody said something to you. It's crazy how social media, parents, we all, it's, we're all bombarded by it. But I will, I will send um, Danelle the, the questions to ask, to add to the notes. Absolutely. So how can we find you, LB? I'm just going to make it real simple. Um, Outwittingfear.com is easiest website to find me. You can email me there as well. That's where I have the, the a quick course on digging down to feeling what you want to feel. And um, I put in a code for the big meow or just big meow for 10% off. It's only like $9. It. Yeah. And if somebody really wants to dig down, please go there, but email me. I've had a lot of women that hear me on podcasts that just say, can we have a cup of coffee on Zoom and I can tell you my story? And I'm like, absolutely. And I, I just love connecting because I've been there. I know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the Big Meow. I thank you. It was wonderful. We're friends. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye. Mm -hmm. 
Thanks for listening to the Big Meow Podcast, sponsored by Cats Network. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can also join our network filled with positivity and possibility. Visit www.catsnetworking.com to join us and learn more. Together with your magical, motivated, and mystical new friends at Cats Network. Let's transform a million lives with your message. Are you feeling isolated sitting at home in your PJs? Or perhaps you're tired of the comfy sweatpants with holes in them that are hidden just below the camera. I mean, you could puke at the thought of another day of Zoom meetings and reporting to your BOSS. Do you want freedom from your home office desk or the office cubicle? Do you want freedom from your current career? Or are you frustrated that your online biz dreams are going nowhere? It's all too overwhelming. Where do you start? All the tech, the choices, and your message. Yep, I said your message, your brand, your voice. What is it? Do you even know what that means? Do you need a biz coach but don't want to invest the big bucks? Let's face it, being a solopreneur is lonely, but you don't have to do it alone. And here's a solution. Join Cats Network. Cats Network is a woman-only membership community exclusively available to you, the life coach or executive coach, the author, the thought leader, or the public speaker. If you identify with this list or want to work on adding some of these to your skill set, Cats is the place for you. Check us out at www.catsnetworking.com. That's C-A-T-S networking.com. Because let's face it, cats are better together.